fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. TikTok urge to sell. It is Friday, March 17th, 2023. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon and happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you out there. All right. We're actually experimenting a little bit here today because this is actually our first day that uh, we have the YouTube podcast system that's now out. I'm going to try and get this out on YouTube. We'll see how it goes. This is going to be interesting, but you can check that out at youtube.com slash Eagle Falcon. Now, first things first, you knew I was going to have to talk about this. You're kind of surprised it's not the main topic. It's the fact that the Twitch co-founder Emmett Shear has stepped down as CEO from Twitch. This now means that the last founder of Twitch is out of Twitch. Now you'd think like a lot of people, I'm overjoyed with this because the direction that Twitch has been going in is awful. There's no other way to say it. The hard push towards ads, so many features just vanishing, hosts vanishing, stability vanishing. But you know what? You got to make those ads. You got to make those ads. And then you had that wonderful little letter that said, hey, if you wanted to uh, go ahead and advance yourself within Twitch to go ahead and do this crazy thing called, um, oh, I don't know, get that sweet, sweet uh, 70-30 split, that's going away forever. We're now going to have the worst subscription split ever at 50-50. No, they have the worst one of all the platforms out there. It's not even close. But hey, you can make it up by playing some ads. But only if you use our abysmal auto player. If you dare to go ahead and do them by hand and actually have control over your content, oh, tisk, 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 tisk. You basically make nothing. In fact, actually, why don't we go in? Let's actually take a look. Running ads on the semi-regular manually like I do to get rid of that terrible pre-roll advertisement that nobody likes. What has this put my ad revenue at for my last little payout? Let's take a look here. Last amount I got was $1.30. That's it. Cool. Very worth. Extremely very worth. But the CEO's gone. Fresh blood has to come in. This is all good news, isn't it? No, it's not actually. In fact, this news actually means very little. Emmett Shear has basically done nothing. They basically drag him out and tell him, you gotta say something at TwitchCon, and then he goes back to doing basically nothing for the rest of the time. In fact, it seems as though day-to-day operations were done by Dan Clancy, who, by the way, is taking over as CEO. Dan Clancy, the name ringed a bell when I first heard the announcement. I had to f- It wasn't until later on I figured out why it rang a bell. Because this is the clown that put out the letter. You know the letter. The one that pretty much flipped off every single content creator on Twitch telling them that, hey, by the way, um, we're hurting, so we're going to flip all of you off, run more ads for us, and if you don't like it or want us to compromise in any way, shape, or form to make it easier to run ads and actually have a very healthy relationship between Twitch management and its creators, screw you. He's the one who wrote that letter, and that's now our CEO. Do you know what it means? It means nothing's going to change. I'm actually now starting to get convinced, and now that I've had some, I've had 
pretty much all day to kind of just sit back and think on it. I'm fairly certain that Dan Clancy has pretty much been operating as effectively a CEO for the past few years, and Emmett Shear has just existed there. Now, the reason he's stepping down, of course, is family. It actually sounds a lot like Susan from over at YouTube. The difference is that Susan actually kept up regular contact with YouTubers. Susan actually did take massive steps to better the platform for both the users and the content creators. Emmett Shear would rarely get out of his cave. So it's sad, but that's the reality of it. All right. Next up, I want to actually talk briefly about a story I covered yesterday, and that's the purchasing of Mint by T-Mobile. A couple of you have actually gone in and helped correct a few things. One, apparently Mint, Mint Mobile already was using T-Mobile, so that's not too surprising there. Two, the comment I made about T-Mobile being willing to do anything as far as Mint Mobile and using the example of my phone which is a subsidized phone by T-Mobile and saying it's no, that's not going to be the excuse, the experience most people had because your phone was subsidized by T-Mobile. All right, that's fair. I went ahead and decided that I couldn't afford at the time to open up and pay a bit over a grand up front for a phone that would actually let me go ahead and vlog on the go the way I do currently. All right. I decided to go with the carrier subsidy. That was my choice. In fact, I've always gone with the carrier subsidy. Pretty much from the get-go. This is the only phone that has ever done it. And it's only been on T-Mobile. And here's my point. The fact that it's from T-Mobile and it's doing this does not make it okay. 100% it does not. That should not be an excuse. Because here's the thing. If I did this and I did do this before, before this phone with Sprint and T-Mobile with an iPhone, guess what? That software would not be there. The fact that the phone would start auto-installing apps without my consent wouldn't happen on the previous phone. And in fact, on previous phones, on other networks, it never happened. Android, iOS, or otherwise. Just because it's a carrier subsidized phone does not mean that your SOL and you have to just deal with this nonsense. And it should not, under any circumstances, be acceptable. And the final point I want to make on it, if they're willing to do that for a phone that, I'd actually hate the word subsidize, because in fact, I'm still paying the full price of the phone and then some. It's just over two years. In fact, very soon it's going to be paid off. That will then make it my device it still has the system software from T-Mobile on it that is doing this. If you think for a second that a company that went ahead and stepped over the line of what is and isn't allowed to be done on your phone and they wouldn't do it for some other kind of device, they wouldn't do it for, you know, just an over-the-air uh, network. You want to go ahead and have your phone on the network? We're going to do this to you. If you think that's a line that won't be crossed, I have unfortunate news for you give it time it is a line that will be crossed for crying out loud you have ford putting in a patent for a car to disable features and eventually repossess itself if you don't pay it off you can try and 
rationalize why this sort of stuff happens, it doesn't make it okay, period. That being said, let's talk about how the UK is now officially banning TikTok on government devices. This is a move that uh, the US did as well. And in fact, here in the US, the federal government has already went ahead and made this. So state governments are very slowly starting to do this as well, if they haven't already gotten to it. It's honestly really hard to keep track of it all. Where any government phone, laptop, computer, whatever, cannot have TikTok installed on in it. That is how certain now everyone is that, yeah, TikTok's doing a very, very, very unhealthy level of spying. Some articles even saying that TikTok is actively monitoring journalists, specifically targeting them and manipulating the data their phone is getting, according to reports. Well, then, again, it is um, very concerning, to say the least. Now, there is an ultimatum that has been put out here by the U.S. The U.S. government said that ByteDance must sell TikTok or TikTok could be banned in the U.S. It's quite the ultimatum, isn't it? I am a little curious, though. Do you think they'd actually go through with it? If it was the previous administration, I would say yes. This administration, I don't think they have it in them, to be bluntly honest. The current administration, first off, faces a extremely difficult re-election next year. They are looking at a horrible economic situation. And if you want to go ahead and lose the youth vote, which is pretty much the only shot they got, banning TikTok or even letting it hint out that you may consider banning TikTok is not going to help anything at all. I think the whole thing's a bluff. I really, really do. Now, quite frankly, that being said, the TikTok CEO has also straight up said that selling the app will not satisfy U.S. security concerns at all, apparently. They're just that confident. It's not going to do anything. Nope. Not at all, zip, zero, nope, 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 nothing at all. In fact, the actual quote here said that the divestment doesn't solve the problem. A change in ownership would not impose any new restrictions on data flow or access, is what they're saying. I don't know how they can, like, say that with a straight face, because on paper, it absolutely 100% would. Are they trying to imply that a new ownership takes place and... By the way, everything stays exactly the same. What do you think this is, Twitch? When you're bought, the person who buys you put their guys in. I just don't know what they're, uh, what they're thinking in this, but in either case, this will be very interesting to see. But like I said, I strongly, strongly predict we're not going to see anything change at all in the case of TikTok. I don't think it's going to be banned or otherwise. I don't think they're going to sell either. But only time will tell. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy. And we'll see how this whole YouTube podcast thing goes. This will be interesting as well. <laughs>